Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi there. Hello. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Welcome Howdy. in. <laughs> hi, partners. And welcome into Just Gaming Tings podcast. Oh! <laughs> we got a full yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw. Yeehaw. Oh, God, I hate it. Welcome to Just Gaming Tings. <laughs> We're clowning, so you know it's Just Gaming Tings podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the clown and portion of the podcast. <laughs> Which comes before the, the intro portion. now. <laughs> it's the most important part of the podcast. It comes even before the intro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, y'all might need see some new faces. Ooh, we if got you're watching co-hosts. the video version, I guess. <laughs> you may hear new voices. <laughs> <For> new voices. <laughs> I'm just clowning. Y'all, y'all know yeah, we what have I mean. new co-hosts, and we're so excited to announce that Lotus, Pants, Dex, and Ruin will be joining us as part of our, our Just Gaming teams. Yay! I shake my titties in solidarity. <laughs> I shake my Bethes. <laughs> Don't shake it, honor. it's going to explode all over the place. Over Carbonation. The <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want it to explode. I know, anyway. I guess I kind of need a shower. <laughs> um, it's been a quarantine. We should introduce ourselves. Good. Who are we? I'm Spin. Here with me, I have Lotus. Hello. Hi, Lotus. Wait, do I do an intro intro or do I just say hi? You can do a, a short little intro if you want. You can just say hi. You can do whatever you want. Okay, work. I'm a big old lesbian. I like indie games and I hate the gaming industry. I can't wait to share that information with you all. <laughs> Love We're that. We're so happy to get all your spicy opinions. <laughs> we have Pants featuring Bethis. Special guest Bethis on the titties. <laughs> Hello, my name is Pants. You can also call me Mel. I'm very chaotic, a variety streamer, and a VTuber. And eventually I will be uh, showing my feats, my VTuber feats. Oh. <laughs> so we've talked about before. Yes. <laughs> we we sure did talk about that, huh? That's the reveal. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we we love we love to I... see it. I, hi, I'm oh Ruby. <laughs> I'm also known as Project Ruby on most platforms, and I'm a variety clown. Really, I'm just very chaotic and very queer, and I do all the things, and I'm super excited for. For this episode, because we also have a special guest joining us. Hi, Smallzy. Hi, friends. Hello, I'm Smallzy. Smallzy. I'm a part-time streamer. I'm a full-time dwarf, and I can never decide on what game to play. <laughs> so, love that. <laughs> um, I'm a variety streamer here on Twitch, and I uh, I am uh, also available for hire if you need a clown uh, at events <laughs> slash parties. Um, so... Call me. I'm coming to you live from my Airbnb that I'm not actually in, but um, <laughs> just pretend we are. Just pretend this is real, okay? Love that. Love that. Um, well, here we are, y'all, with some Just well, Gaming yeah. Tings clownery, shenanigans, <laughs> but you'll love it, because we're on episode 35, and clearly some of y'all have been with us for a while now, so thank you for that, by the way. 
please do follow us on Just Gaming Tings everywhere, on Twitter, on, well, you, you have to look us up on YouTube and Spotify and all that. But you'll find us. Uh, you just have to look up, look it up because there's no, like, fancy URL. But, you know, one day, manifesting. Mm. <laughs> but we We're do have a, a spicy little story to talk about, huh? Yes, you want to get us started? Oh my god, yes. So let's talk about it because um, Capcom is going under fire again because lately um, an artist, uh, there is a designer named Judy A. Jurasek, I think is how you say their name. Um, Listen, half of our podcast is not knowing how to pronounce names. You're going to be fine. Right. What are names, honestly? (laughs) What are letters? Exactly. Um, so she's basically saying that supposedly, allegedly, that Capcom is using her photos in uh, a lot of games like Resident Evil 4, Devil May Cry, um, probably other Resident Evils, probably most of the Resident Evils, let's be real here. Um, because uh, they're basically using like a lot of her photographs as either like there's texture um, photographs and stuff. So probably using that in like a lot of their elements um, or even just like taking like maybe a sculpture that she's photographed before and like adding that into like their you know their books or anything like elements in the game and such which is very interesting um because they were just under fire again earlier because resident evil village might have been taking some monster designs too from a little uh indie film named frankenstein (laughs) nobody heard of it (laughs) (laughs) exactly but yeah it's very interesting for sure so uh they are dealing with a lawsuit right now um because of this so i wanted to bring that up and what do you all think about this oh well um i i'm gonna kick us off because i don't have many really like complex thoughts on this rather than just like why like when you're a studio slash publisher that has a lot of resources why wouldn't you just pay artists to come up with original content or even pay artists to be like hey I want to like that thing that you did was really cool can I pay you and include that in our game and give you a shout out in the credits like I don't know why that's such a like a wild concept I remember Naughty Dog was also kind of doing that as well with Uncharted and all that so it's like why can't we just pay people (laughs) to do like to feature their work like why is it so easy for indies to do it and for like even like people as like independent content creators and they do that that stuff where they're like oh like a viewer made me this art let me credit them and like pay them potentially for it and then like a huge ass studio is like no that's definitely not the art that you're talking about it's just coincidental like i don't know i don't get it i don't see it i don't see it for me <laughs> it's like why to me that's just yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get why they do it. Yeah, like, I honestly don't know how they're gonna try to play it off like this isn't plagiarism because, like, looking at the comparison photos, like, there's like this very specific broken glass texture 
that they used and like it lines up exactly with the Resident Evil 4 logo and then there's there's like other textures and like um and like art from from these images that is like all the textures are exactly the same and it's mm-hmm. like how are you going to try to say that you didn't steal her art like <laughs> how are you going to try to say that you didn't use her photo- her photographs like because it, it you can literally like put it on top of the photograph and it lines up perfectly. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's so wild to see this because like you kind of expect like 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 a messiness on like you expect it kind of like from independent artists like seeing like oh this person traced this art like ooh but you you see it more often than not from like big corporations that yep. have the funding to actually pay artists yeah and you're just like why don't you just pay the artist mm. I just I don't know I don't know <laughs> <laughs> You, we just faded to oblivion. I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but yeah. Um, Lotus, what, did, what were your thoughts? Arguably the spiciest, I mean. <laughs> because, okay, so it's already Arguably concerning. Just to, just to reiterate that the... the the two main games that the article is accusing plagiarism of are Resident Evil 4 and Devil May Cry 1, which each of those came out, I think, over 10 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously we can't show you the pictures, but the comparison is really, really stark. Um, it's not the first time this has happened. Like Pants said, it's not even the first time it happened this year. And uh, <laughs> right. like the the previous thing was there's a monster in the film Frankenstein's Army which has a propeller on its head, like it looks like part of a jet engine has been like crafted onto a human being's head. And there's a very similar monster in Resident Evil Village, mm-hmm. and that's pretty egregious because you know if it was like a land shark or a just a regular green you know bolts in the neck Frankenstein monster, that's just saying like okay we're all drawing inspiration from the same place. It makes sense to arrive at very similar things. I watched a lot of horror in my life, and Propeller Head is not really <laughs> one of the classics. Um, so it just it feels pretty egregious, uh, particularly with uh, Resident Evil Seven, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying uh, didn't have any original ideas whatsoever. That's not the words I'm saying, but I am saying that the first third of the game is basically just the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the middle section is just Blair Witch, and then the last section is just the first-person shooter horror game Fear, complete with spooky little psychic girl with uh, long black hair. I'm just saying, they're too similar, and uh, Capcom's, well, particularly Resident Evil's kind of thing is like B-movie schlock. Uh, so I feel like part of the reason they've been able to get away with it so specifically for long, outside of extremely specific uh, copyright lawsuits like these ones, is because it's like, oh, it's a parody. We're making fun. We're making fun of horror as a genre. We're doing our own thing. He 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 has a rocket launcher. He he, it's like a flu that turns you into zombies. Whoa! And uh, it is weird to see this suddenly. Now now people are like, wait a second. Hang mm. on, these are way too close. Um, after seeing the examples, I don't know, I, uh, wish that artist the best of luck because, I mean, if there's, if there's one thing that we know, it's that, uh, the law does not really favor the independent artist 
Uh, yeah. So I don't know how it's going to go, but um, hopefully it, it goes well for her, at least in the long run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if so you're too. watching the video version, I did indeed show the receipts <laughs> from the article. <laughs> I did seductively scroll through the article. <laughs> so uh, love that. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you think, Smallzy? I mean, it's. I mean, if you're watching the visual, you just saw those images, and I. Come on, I mean, <laughs> these—they're not trying to be different. Like they've slapped a new coat of paint on a few of these things and put some of the images into like other contextual areas, but like they are the same thing. And the thing that like I'm like in reading this article, like she has, uh, oh sorry, this 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 uh, artist has gone and, um, like collated like all of these photographs and gone to the effort to like put these out there for people to use as visual research so these are there for people to use to sort of you know study things so to have them completely ripped like and it's not just one or two like she's got 80 photographs here like across like capcom games that are like pretty much direct copies so it's like it's not like they like have just accidentally like maybe kind of copied something from her visual research like files they've just taken this and they're like you know what hopefully she's not gonna see it and then we'll be fine right, right. <laughs> like it just feels <clears throat> just like they really just uh thought they wouldn't get caught out and i you know i hope that her uh her uh, uh what was, what was what's the word copyright infringement uh stuff um, yeah the lawsuit <laughs> i hope the bestie gets what she gets what she's owed for this because yes. it's not bad <laughs> mm -hmm. like right. it's just yeah mm. Ooh. Mm. i just i just kind of cackle at the idea as well of like the the response that they gave to the article uh from capcom was we are aware of the lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> no, no further comments. Yes. Literally, so it's like, uh huh. So. I think it like ran across someone's desk somewhere, but we didn't read it. <laughs> um. They're like, do I have anything to say about it? Absolutely not. But we did see exactly. it. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad you're aware that it's happening because it's it's happening. So I'm glad you're you know yeah. it's happening <laughs> mm -hmm. like love oh you capcom but like you have the money and i guess that's kind of slightly off topic but it does kind of bring up the whole thing of like a lot of triple a studios especially gaming will always have like those um contests like art contests and everything and i feel like they Ooh. treat art just like oh like everybody would love to have their art in our game like right. kind of thing so that's why they're always like, here's this contest, give us the free art. And technically we kind of like own right. those, you know, the art, no matter what, if you win or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, so much. yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel it's always like bigger art studios, you know, like we talked about indies and stuff and you would maybe think like, oh, because they're like smaller, you would think so that they would like get away. But like a lot of them try so hard to like make their original content, 
you know, if they are using like music, it's going to be like royalty free or anything, or they're have, you know, getting composers and stuff. Like they go all out. So it's like, how is like indie games going to be <laughs> like doing everything right? And then like all these AAA studios, like they could just like basically just trample on like all the artists and just get away with it. Right. It's what happens in our industry. Oh, oh yes, pay artists. It's it's what happens when the industry considers artists disposable. Um mm -hmm. because they do. Like I mean, even something that's only technically tangentially related to the gaming industry, like animation. If you look up what mm -hmm. animation uh artists actually get paid, it's like less right. than a livable wage. Uh especially in places like Japan and Korea. It's just like these big houses that are meant to churn things out and then you have AAA studios who outsource modeling and things to uh i think malaysia is the big country that's getting all the 3d model and uh animation outsourcing now and it's just like the worst uh mm -hmm. always have to over time get paid peanuts like it sucks so yeah hopefully this can smack some sense into capcom and hopefully everybody else fingers crossed you know right yeah. So. like that's the idea of, of us talking about it too and there's been kind of a conversation as we're doing this live on twitch in our chat about as well of like us being fans of these like studios or the games that they make not necessarily the studios clearly but the games that they make but it's there's also room for criticism there and there's also room for us to talk about and to have these discussions because um, just like with everything, with whatever you want to talk about, whatever you're passionate about, cr criticizing it is not hating on it at all. It's wanting it to be better because you care about it. So that's why we talk about these gaming issues often is because we do care a lot about gaming and we love gaming. But And we just want the industry to do better, really. Um, but, um, well, th which is not the case in this next story, uh, let me tell you, because, uh, ooh, girl. Uh, so apparently the creator of uh, Balan Wonderworld, Yuji Naka, is no longer working with Square Enix. Um, so what happened was uh, Square Enix uh, published a game called Balan Wonderworld, and they heavily marketed it as a, a game that was basically... Uh, love child between the creator of Sonic and the creator of uh, Knights and it was like wow this is gonna be like basically like a sequel to all of those games that you loved in your childhood and the game kind of didn't do great critically or commercially so there are reports that unfortunately he is no longer working with Square Enix. Um, apparently he broke the news on his own Facebook, which got confirmed by IGN. Um, so um, there isn't really, apparently there's no confirmed thing as to like why he got, like why he's no longer working with them. If it was because of a bad Metacritic score or if it was because he just didn't want to work with them anymore because they wanted to separate or whatever. But um, yeah, it just doesn't look great <laughs> that you you bring over someone that has a history um, with, you know, iconic games in the industry and then be like, yeah, we trust you. We believe in your vision. Let's do it. And then the game doesn't do well. And then suddenly it's like, bye. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. If that's the case, right? None of this is really confirmed. We The only thing that we know is that he is no longer working with Square Enix. So we don't know what happened. We don't know what was the reason or anything of the sort. But 
it definitely makes you think. It definitely makes you think. It's not the first time that people get fired over a bad Metacritic score. It's not the first time that people that people get laid off and that you know the result of a, the com- the commercial or critical success of a work of a game is sometimes oftentimes correlated to someone no longer working at a company <laughs> so it's definitely not news uh in the industry at all but yeah what do y'all think uh, what do y'all think of, of this of the situation square enix why <laughs> tell us yeah like we we don't know if he left it was an accord or not we don't know if it was specifically related to balan or not but like it's too much of a coincidence for it not to be related to mm-hmm. balan kind of flopping um i feel like something this is pure speculation i feel like something had happened behind the scenes like there's some kind of drama that we don't know that right. might come out later to explain <laughs> what, did, what did you want to say Lotus? No, I just I completely agree that there has to be some kind of behind the scenes thing because uh, Square Enix is probably known for making some of the most popular games and franchises like period full stop uh, which means that you often forget that Square Enix probably should be known as one of the uh, worst managerial overheads in gaming that there is like Every single project you hear about is always fraught with issues. Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, every Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy XV, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and it, it just seems, obviously I don't work there. Again, speculation, allegedly, allegedly. Um, <laughs> but if you're someone who is very much like not given the kind of respect that Anomura has, then I could imagine that if you're doing like this kind of weird off the beaten path game, how much respect you get at Square Enix, especially, you know, if you're kind of like the old guard with Sonic Adventure, which also isn't, uh, even though it's very well regarded by, by fans critically, not so much. So I do wonder if he really did just say, I don't want to work here anymore. My experience on Balan Wonderland was bad and I just, I'm, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm going to go back to my own studio. Uh, right. That's what I'm very curious about. Maybe it's not necessarily Square Enix drawing a hard line, but like, what is their work culture like if you're someone who's in a very uh, creative position like that? Yeah, it it definitely mm-hmm. even from the 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 end result of the game, it it pro- it also looks like the development of the game was troubled because I did get um, a, a key from Square Enix to to stream the game and. I liked it personally, but I also could understand a lot of the criticisms that people had with it. Like, it could have been better. Like, that was my main takeaway. It's like, it's a cute concept. I really enjoy it. It's an enjoyable experience, but it definitely could be better. So if if there's a thing behind the scenes of like, oh, your game flopped kind of thing, like, no, make, maybe give them more time to develop it or maybe... I don't know, maybe have better organization in the team or maybe, I don't know. We don't know obviously what happened. We are only speculating and uh, we're only speaking from our own beliefs from the outside, which obviously, you know, we there's a lot we don't know. But um, yeah, I, I just, I honestly wish better for it. I, I thought it was kind of funny though that like, um, a friend of mine was telling me about this and uh, actually Dex, one of our co-hosts, um, and he was telling me that there was like someone who reviewed the game poorly and they were like, oh my God, I know I gave it a bad score, but I wasn't expecting this to be an outcome or whatever. But it's like, 
I feel like sometimes reviewers slash content creators are so quick to just shit on a game and to just like make a meme out of something or make an example out of something for the content of it all. And they forget that there's actual people working for those companies. And if you're going to make this game like look like an embarrassment or a flop or like this huge thing that Square Enix should regret, then like, yeah, you kind of should feel guilty for people like getting fired and people like suffering from the consequences of it because or even quitting. Right. Because he could have been like, oh, my God, like this is an embarrassment. I need to go. Um like, yeah, like, think about the consequences of your actions, too. Like, if you're in the industry, it doesn't give you the right to just shit on a, a game or shit on, like, someone's livelihood and, and work. Because, like, he joined in 2018. This game came out... Did it come out this year or last year? I, like, I, time. This year. This year. This year. I think it came out, like, February or March, right? Really? Yeah. I, oh, my, wow. I, I have 0% <laughs> perception of time, so I, I believe you. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, they didn't even work on this game for that long, to be honest. He joined in 2018, so, like, they could have had more time to work on it for sure. But we also don't know how much of a, con like, how big the contract was. I don't know. We don't know how big of a team he had. Like, we don't know anything, but um, it's just, it just kind of sucks overall because I, I kind of was rooting for it. I was like, yeah, this is, you know, it reminds me of the Dreamcast days and, like, Sonic and, like, Knights and all that fun stuff. And it's just not cute at all <laughs> to see this outcome yeah i'll uh say that i was very very excited for it um because i love sonic sonic means the world to me and i also love knights a lot and i played the demo and my only thing uh is kind of comes down kind of to like a little bit of accessibility because i was getting like motion sick <laughs> playing it mm -hmm. um that's my only critique about it because i would have loved it and you know they were advertising it a lot too and i feel like there was a lot of us who were really really excited about it but i think like, it really does come down to, like, I wish they probably had more time to flesh it out and everything, because it was nice, but I, I kind of want more from it, too. And the only thing was just, like, walking around and, like, kind of the, at least, like, the first level. I don't know about the rest of the levels, but, like, the world was kind of, like, unfurling every, like, in the background and kind of giving, like, this fisheye effect. And I was like, all right, I can't deal with this too much because yeah. it's just going to make me more and more sick. So I don't know if that also, like, if other people felt that way too and that also turned them off from, like, getting the game because it looks like it only... I don't know about the U.S., but it says in the article they only sold 2,000 physical copies in Japan, which is, like, a ridiculously low number. Yeah. Considering this game would yeah. probably have done really well over there because it's... It, it, it definitely is, like, fun and camp and, like, wacky. And I feel like if promoted maybe differently, it could have done better. Um, mm -hmm. Also because I think you can't, like, just rely on nostalgia anymore. I think a lot of people, like, there's a lot of people who, like, didn't play any of the Sonic games before. Or, like, they grew up at a time where Sonic games weren't critically acclaimed anymore. So they were like, oh, I'm not going to get into that. No, like, ooh. So you can't just rely on nostalgia for for that. Um, 
But yeah, I, I do think that the fish eye effect kind of faded away as you went through the game. Like some levels didn't have that as much. And I, I remember mm-hmm. kind of noticing that, like, I don't know if it was World 2 or 3. And I was like, oh, they don't have that effect anymore. <laughs> so I wonder if they had it just for that level to create like certain like things with it or whatever. But um, yeah. And I also just wonder because we were talking about like, their advertisement and stuff and if they went really kind of heavy because we don't know too much in japan or anywhere it was kind of just like a little bit of social media for my most part that i saw from their advertising but i wonder like they have like the square enix cafes in uh tokyo and osaka so i wondered like i was just doing a quick google search i don't know exactly but i'm gonna guess that they probably didn't even do like some kind of collab that they always do for like most of their games which is always like, hey, for like two weeks or something, they're going to just have like the cafe as a themed for like whatever game that they're doing, or it could be like reruns or anything like maybe because it was close to near replicant, but I don't think they were like hand in hand too much. So there could have been at least like a little time period where they could have like advertise that a little bit more get people into the cafe and maybe that would have also garnered some more interest in things because it's just like hey you're just like more promotion for it as well so i don't know i feel like partly it's like partly the promotion partly like you definitely need a time and i definitely wish him the best too and i hope that he just keeps making some more games absolutely Mm -hmm. Any closing thoughts before we move on to our next story? I I I never played the game. I, I the only uh, uh, Im- image or like you know consumption of that game was through Ruby, um, and like a couple YouTube videos that were obviously slated to make this game look like, you know a journey and experience <laughs> you know they were they were obviously like these game like these videos were directed to make the game look clowny so you know like and so watching those like and you know trying to take like critical aspects out of them and stuff the game just felt like it just wasn't baked enough like you know it just needed a little bit more time and a little bit more like love and that's like so it's like where did that fall through like where did that like you know what was lost so it's like you know you don't know where like what happened behind the scenes during development and you know and i know when you're saying like with the uh the advert advertisement for it and stuff like that like i didn't really see much advertisement in the aussie scene for it like everything i saw for it was from you know u.s sources so it was like you know i i definitely didn't see anything on our side so i can't imagine it would have even really picked up here at all like uh at all like it would be interesting to see those numbers but yeah it just i listen the game was probably good but it maybe it just needed a little bit more and um i feel for the i feel for the the creator because like you don't know what's happened behind the scenes but i mean it looks like he's had a good run with things in the past so it's like you know it just feels like something something has gone wrong behind the scenes and i and i hope I hope that, uh, you know, maybe he can come back somewhere else and do something great that we can enjoy and play in the future. Fingers yeah. crossed. I, I don't know. I, I hope and remain positive for this, this creator. And yeah, seems like a sucky, sucky straw to draw, but hey. Right. Yeah. I mean, even as we were talking about marketing. Oh, sorry. 
No, <laughs> you were just wrapping up. Yeah, like even from, I guess, the marketing perspective, I remember a lot me being like, I'm going to play this game. And a lot of people being like, oh, the game is out or like, oh, this game is we're doing a thing right now. Um, so I, I, I don't know if like Square Enix kind of was like, oh, no, this is not going to get received well. Let's kind of just send it out to a few you know, influencers, let's just do, you know, our us- our the, the bare minimum as far as marketing because, ooh, this is going to get, like, ripped apart. Because sometimes um, the devs send out games early to, like, for, like, a pre-review for, like, journalists and stuff like that before they even release a review. And they're like, hey, so they can hear, like, feedback from the game and they can be like, they get an idea of, like, what the actual end review is going to be like and so they probably had an idea that the game was not going to review well um but this could have been one of those cases where they could have shifted the marketing around to be like camp chaos drama and they could have been like you know they could have gotten a decent user score and then like you know an okay review score because they could have leaned into like the fact that it's like chaotic and it's camp and it's dramatic and um all of that but yeah well it is what it is <laughs> should yeah. we move on to our next story yeah i'll i'll go ahead and uh take this one so sounds cute. when i was looking at, <laughs> when i was looking at news stories this week i saw this and i'm just like oh boy because all every queer person knows as soon as it hits june 1st you're gonna see companies doing like very tone deaf pride things uh, oh happy pride by the way <laughs> happy pride gamers <laughs> oh my god anyway it's pride so so that means like every corporation is trying to get our gay money and like things that come to mind include um, like last year's Twitch, the G stands for gamer thing. <laughs> um, I had to wipe that from my memory. Why did I you forgot about that? I know. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> so sorry. Oh my god. But, um, I saw it. I seen one going around this year. That's like a like a Budweiser ad with like a rainbow beer bottle, and it's it's like the LGBTQ Let's Get Beers Tonight Queens. I'm like, I'd rather you just call me a slur. I I was gonna say that. I was like, I feel like I just got called a slur. Like, Jesus. Yeah, honestly, just call me a slur. Like, Mm -hmm. so. In in other news uh, of tone deaf uh, pride events. (laughs) Oh, God. Injustice 2 Mobile uh, came under fire because for their their Pride event, uh, they have you beat up uh, Poison Ivy, who is like one of the one of the few queer characters in the DC universe. Uh, Poison Ivy is bisexual, so and okay. So the thing is, I get that it's a fighting game. You're gonna fight people, yes. But also, like, there are other things you could have done. You could have been like, oh, we'll give you, like, Poison Ivy and, like, Harley Quinn-themed items. Like, you can play as Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Or, like, you can un- you can get, like, collectibles to, like, unlock these characters. Or, right. like, there had to have been something besides, hey, 
let's stick all of our players on this on this canonically like bisexual character that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And they have this, I... this like tweet that's like, <laughs> y'all have taken her down 175,000 times. Keep up the great work, heroes. It's like. Uh, oh, oh, no. No. It's, it's so funny it's so funny because it's like defeat poison ivy two thousand more times and then literally at the end of the sentence is like hashtag pride like, <laughs> oh, 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 like oh, what just, <laughs> you can solve uh, these problems by having a queer person in the room have a queer person mm-hmm. in the room to tell you that this is a bad idea <laughs> Literally. Not even. There's just no level at which it makes sense, and I, the alternate alternative is so pun intended straightforward. But basically, like, if a large I... selling point of Injustice to Mobile is that you have to have your free to play game, and then you encourage players to spend money uh, because they want to play new characters. Why is it not just Poison Ivy is free for everyone for a month and the more people you beat, maybe yeah. the more points you get, maybe, you know, some special thing happens where a new skin is released. I don't know. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I right. think, and I hate this, but I think a lot of it is because a lot of homophobes or people who don't understand queerness have this thing where they think that you like become queer. Like you weren't always queer and just didn't know you like become queer. And so, like, why is this not more about Harley Quinn? Well, because in the Injustice 2 continuity, she's still involved with the Joker. So she's not actually Uh, by Polly Pan, doesn't know she's a lesbian, like anything in that family, mm -hmm. right? That's also why, for some reason, Wonder Woman, who is also bisexual, is not featured. Uh, I don't know if it's the same Green Lantern as the one that's in Injustice, but I know that there's a couple Green Lanterns who are gay. So Mm -hmm. he's not in there either. It's like, well, whenever Poison Ivy is seducing someone, like seducing a man, I should say, it's always like Black Widow style, like to get something from them. So it's like, oh, well, I guess we can do Poison Ivy. That's our only option that we really have. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't, it feels bad. (laughs) The way that I like cried laughing when I saw the post, because it's just so much. And it's just, like, the more I think about it, the more I just have to, like, laugh. I was even, like, Mm -hmm. trying to, like, stifle myself now because I'm just, like, losing it again. (laughs) Because it's just, like, this is not what I expected for Pride. I expect, like, the typical, like, here's, like, a little token that has, like, one pride flag you know (laughs) here's this for you or you know it's always like really small things for the most part anyway i did not expect to go into pride and be like let's beat up one of the queer characters right (laughs) (laughs) it really is the like the DVD thing, like here you can have a rainbow flag on your character. Happy Pride! Like I really was just like, that's the most that I always see in most games. That are just like, here's like an icon or like the little token or something that you can put on your character. Not just Happy Pride. Let's beat them up. Oh my god, and then just like the immediate next post where they're just like, we re- you know, they recognize that it was very just inappropriate. It's like, uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you sure? Oh. 
Right. So <laughs> I don't know. They were. I don't know what was going on there at all. Who was there in this meeting? I have. I have so many questions. Right. The question <laughs> is, ooh, wish... who wasn't there during that meeting? Who was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I really wish I could be like a fly on the wall and just be like peeking in like what was going on down <laughs> that <laughs> meeting that they're like this is the best idea ever right <laughs> all, no, all the we, queer folks the saw this were like no we have an issue with this and they put it out I'm just like <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. wild <laughs> but I'm still waiting for Fortnite to like give me the, the all of those queer skins or something like just at least give us queer skins or just bring the characters yeah. you know i just need something <laughs> anyway if you want my money it's easy it is easy for me <laughs> to give them <laughs> my money to, i'd love to bring up a quote that mel said while we were playing fortnite I don't care about these other games. And when it comes to Fortnite, I can buy my diversity. <laughs> 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 oh, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's also true. Uh, it is sure is. <laughs> exactly. If I wanted to be <laughs> a fish, I could be a fish. <laughs> if I want to be queer, I can be queer. And everybody's gonna just be like, everybody's shooting each other. It does not matter. <laughs> I... Well. <laughs> well. Well, you could be well the poison ivy pack is still there in uh <laughs> in Fortnite, unlike Injustice. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I just need gaming companies to take a, an actual stance, though, on Pride, rather than just doing a, a thing where they're like, oh, happy Pride, here's our queer characters, and it's like the one queer character from each of their games, and you're like, love that, half of them died, but thanks for that. Uh, just like, <laughs> didn't think of any specific examples, but the fact that it applies. Uh, anyway. <laughs> It's just like... Cool story. I kill. St I still can't say queer in your game without getting banned. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, or like you're still allowing homophobic names to be to exist in mm. your creator username, or you're yeah. still you're not moderating. You know your voice chat or anything of the sort. You're not taking reports seriously. Just things like that. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I just, it. yeah. I just wish that companies were just like. No, unapologetically pro-queer and they were just like you know like even like a, a situation where epic games would absolutely 100 percent piss off homophobes but they would be like we don't care and they would just mm -hmm. be like here's like a huge like line of like queer pride related things and i just want a company to also just be like oh we're do we're selling this during pride but we're also not gonna take it out of our store rotation you can still find it yeah. throughout the year mm -hmm. because that's one of the things that kind of pisses me off is like they expect all the queer people to just like run with their limp wrists and be like oh my god <laughs> let me get all the rainbow things and th because we know that in the past it's like if we don't get it during june then it's gone like it doesn't even come back the next year yeah. like they just don't do it mm -hmm. ever again so that's my thing i, I will say a gaming company that has done something right 
for Pride this year is Riot Games. Um, really? League of Legends. I don't want to, I, I know people are like, oh, League of Legends. But I'll League back Legends, you up, Swansea. <laughs> I play League of Legends and I'm like, oh, League of Legends. Um, but like, yes. but they did it this year. Like they, they usually like, they're like, okay, here's some cute little pride icons, but they did it this year. Like they've got a bunch of like cute little icons that you can get that are like one point uh, that you like, they cost like one point. They make it like, like literally accessible An XP to point too. Like y'all have got Sweet. one point that you get for playing like literally a single game. You can get it easy as hell. They've got, um, this year they have an event with two of their characters um that um is also like got some lore story that's coming into it um that's basically like being like the girlies are lovers which is kind of iconic so around that literally every like reward you can get um and extra pride things you can get um is based around playing those characters not beating someone up but you get like if you play as these characters you will get these rewards and that is like really cool um they have even included emotes um of these two characters like making a cute little love heart like together oh. um like joining hands and stuff um and then oh. across their other games that riot's got like legends of runeterra the card game they've also got like pride themed like mascots and stuff that like sit on your little card desk while you're playing um their mobile, like the, the Teamfight Tactics game um, that they've got, that also features a lot of like pride, like um, effects and stuff. Um, and then their mobile game also has like cute little pride missions and stuff. Um, and then they also um, dropped merch. Now, the merch is only for the month of pride. However, oh, yeah. 100% of the proceeds um, from this merch is going to the it, Get, it's Be it Gets Better project. So they really mm. said, hi let's have all of this and we're gonna give all of the proceeds away also i will say the merch is kind of cute as shit it is really cute <laughs> the way that i, I am rushing it. to the look at it <laughs> i i would buy I'll, i would buy most of this like i think it's really cute like this like oh my God. i haven't seen all of it yet but like um there was like a few tops and like a mug and stuff that looked really cute but um but like it feels like they have like actually like gone a little bit more into it like they're like they're releasing lore on these characters that were sort of assumed to be together um but it's like they're sort of basically like confirming it like they're like okay here we go we're gonna put a story in here um celebrating these two like y'all have thought they've been together and y'all kind of ship them but they are so like you know um and like all of these like cool things related to them like sort of like celebrating that relationship i don't know i just thought it was really cute mm -hmm. you know? and it's uh... like and you don't have to beat up the one, <laughs> the one <laughs> by icon to get your prizes right. <laughs> honestly yeah. i was gonna say also i forgot which company like which game had it because i know one of them was like here's like some of the prize stuff that you could get and then i think they had like a comment that was like well, deal with it. Like, like I right. do remember one company did say that, but I can't remember who. I thought it was Knockout City was the game that Knockout had it. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I know, but they have like, what is it? Is it icons or is it like the actual balls? I think I don't know. In game. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I want to say it's the balls in game. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, no. they have like a bunch of the different flags, which is also nice because it's always yeah. nice to just not yeah. see like three of them, maybe. <laughs> or a rainbow. <laughs> or see the wrong one. It's always the rainbow one, which is fine. But like, come on now. But 
The other I, flags I are think also it was cute. Them. Hello. Yeah, and it's all free. They just have like codes for you to just like get them, basically. And then I think it was in their thread that they're just like, "Oh, y'all mad about it? Oh well." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm just like, this is what we need. We need yeah. people yes. to just keep being like. Mm. Oh, so you're mad about this? Well, like, there's literally queer people everywhere. Like, <laughs> what's Honestly, the problem? Like, the bar is on the ground. Like, uh -huh. yeah, mm -hmm. people it is. Do any of this stuff, and like, mm, yeah. people manage to just like dig under it and go <laughs> under the bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lil Nas X pole dancing straight to oh, right, right, literally, yeah, right. Yeah. Listen, oh my God. there's not there we, we're not expecting too much here we're no. not right. we're, we're, also right. like another thing for me is like don't announce like a queer character only during pride like mm. just uh. next month can i get a, a game announcement in like july or august where it's like our main character is queer and there's no yeah. you know intention or like marketing well the marketing is mm -hmm. probably you know if they make a big deal out of it the marketing is that they're queer and they're appeasing to us but <laughs> uh it's better than to do that during pride because it's like and we're also doing cool things for pride like having a gay character and you're like oh Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Love that. You know, I love that for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Also, it's all capitalism. Oh, right. Sorry, go ahead, no, no, no. You can, you can go ahead. Oh, it, it's all capitalism. They clearly want our gay money. But to be <laughs> fair with capitalism, they want all the straight money, too. So it's like at least kind of do it right. At least have a fun, mm. have a fun time with it. Um, I am weirdly impressed by Riot. Uh, I love to poop on them because they're evil. But <laughs> I guess they have made a lot of really big changes in the structure of their company because things have gotten mm. weirdly good within the past year. Like, concerningly, where you look around and you're like, am I seeing the same broadcast? And these are permanent things? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it feels very odd. So yeah. I never thought I would say it, but I hope other esports uh, and very heavy competitive games follow in riot's footsteps yeah honestly <laughs> not all of them not and yeah also, not not all in, of them in, in some in the positive footsteps yeah not, not yeah ones. top and 10 statements you didn't think you were gonna say mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's important to remember with a lot of companies and i am curious about it with riot too uh which regions is it available mm. in? Because maybe mm. I, I said this uh, before during true. Ruby's sexuality panel, but like one of the most uh, powerful images that exemplifies like corporate pride is a screenshot of all of Bethesda's Twitter accounts <laughs> and like the US, West Europe, and I think the LATAM one all had pride flags and then everything else was just the regular Bethesda logo. Yeah. So I, I do wonder, are they like making a statement everywhere or is it just like, yeah, the gay money's here. Let's try not to get canceled in X region. Right. Mm -hmm. Very curious. Yeah, because yeah. I know like- store And it looks available on most of the regions. So. Oh, that's uh -huh. good. I was gonna say, I know like some, like you said, like a lot of regions, I know especially like China are like, if you if you put anything queer out there that's like explicitly queer, they're just it's like so shut it down. I hear it's so up and down. It's hard to be fair. Yeah, it uh, really all is of us are of. in the United States or Europe or Australia, and it's it's very difficult to hear unbiased information about China. So anytime I hear anything, I'm like, mm, 
Yeah, very <laughs> up and down things, and I'm like, what? What is the truth? Right. It really just. <laughs> right. I guess it. Yeah, exactly. Because I do hear that too. But I know just like some games, at least one of them that I play, like can't explicitly say that they have like gay characters that are lovers, <laughs> basically. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like they're as close to saying it as possible, but I think they just don't, and everybody's just yeah. like, "Yes, it's there," but I don't know. I feel like, like you said, it probably it really just depends. But sometimes they do try to like be safer. I feel yeah. like a lot of companies, and then just be like, "Let's not, you know, yeah. go too hard because we might get silenced, and it won't get to like people who would like to, you know." Mm-hmm. experience like a story or anything uh because you know it's getting banned because of some queerness mm. but anyway should we talk about e3 yes <laughs> e3. it's not just pride right <laughs> e3 it's, it's also E3. Pride. <laughs> yeah. Pride. Pride. Video games are gay now. Uh, we own them. Because uh, yep. E3 happens during our month. So. Mm-hmm. Yoink. All, every video game is gay now. Every yep. video game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're that's mm-hmm. what we're expecting for E3. Thank you, everyone, for watching. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but in, in a very chaotic way things are getting announced and when when this year started what not when this year started but earlier this year when e3 was confirmed i feel like a lot of people who are very interested in gaming news were probably like okay cool it's gonna be it's own things are only gonna get announced during e3 because that's normal because e3 is happening no (laughs) companies were still like no, we don't we want to do it at a different time at a different day because guess what it's happening virtually so i guess all of the people who are interested in gaming are just gonna have to wait a whole three months to get announcements from all of their faves um mm-hmm. so we're not gonna get into details you can check that out yourselves as far as like scheduling because there's a lot of events there's you know summer of games there's e3 there's individual presentations from each publisher and developer etc so uh, and we're gonna try our best to react to several of them so definitely stay tuned for just gaming things content on twitch and youtube and stuff like that because we're going to be uh, reacting and of course if you miss any of that stuff you can we're obviously going to talk about our highlights for each week that um the things happen in uh but i we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about like things that we kind of want to see or things that we hope to see and kind of like expectations slash predictions slash um manifestation i guess (laughs) (laughs) um i can say confidently that one of my highlights every every e3 is square enix um for better or worse because it's all it's it's very bittersweet, okay? A part of it is games that are going to get announced, but we're not going to hear anything from it for a while. Or, and for a while sometimes means like 10 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> it can go from, you know, 
three to ten years uh, for every announcement that they make. Um, but it's just one of those things that, like, growing up with Final Fantasy and, like, Kingdom Hearts and just, you know, as much as we talked about them previously and try to hold them accountable for their stuff, they do produce some of my faves these days. So I, I can't just be like, oh, I can't perceive Square Enix. Like, no, I... If if there's a Final Fantasy announcement, I'm gonna be screaming. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's kind of uh, my thing. I hope that the rumor of the of a new Final Fantasy um, is true. Like a spinoff could be really cool. We talked about it the other day, uh, the other week on the podcast. I think it could be really fun. Um, it seems as though it's going to be a little bit focused on Life is Strange, though, and a little bit of Marvel's Avengers, and, but they did say that they're going to premiere a new game, so, um, we'll see, we'll see what, what that will be, um, but I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, one last thing that they usually like to do and just do that, um, I also love PlayStation's presentations because usually there's a lot of third-party stuff, which usually Square Enix has a say in it as well. Uh, a lot of interestingly, a lot of big announcements from Square Enix do come from the PlayStation presentations. So I'm I'm always here for Square Enix and and that, and of course like indies. I I love my indies, so mm -hmm. I, I love seeing those announcements and and all that. But yeah, what about y'all? What are you looking forward to? What do y'all want to see? I am very curious to ask everyone what you think the percent chance uh, that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is mentioned at all. Like, they say the words. They don't even oh, have to absolutely. say anything. I you feel like... So? I think they're going to just say it and they'll be like, we are working on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to probably be... It's probably gonna be like the trailer because what the retrograde or whatever it's called comes out like basically that week or later. Yeah. <laughs> like it comes out this month. So they're probably gonna be like, and here's a trailer again in case you missed it. And then also don't worry, part two is probably being worked on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. If they mention it at all, it's gonna be like we it's it's happening. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. still happening. Come at the end of the trailer and be like, part two to be announced. <laughs> like, yes. right. it. <laughs> it really is. They're just to be like, we are working very hard. And I'll be like, perfect. So nothing still. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like what they did with the Breath of the Wild 2 at the last one yeah. that was. And they were like, hi, I'm here to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. I have nothing about Breath of the Wild 2. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More information on that later I... in the year. Yeah, that sounds. That, that... I it's love the most AAA announcement I could imagine. <laughs> It'll be like the mix-up of like uh, sixteen and seven <laughs> part two, where they're just gonna be like, "Yes, we are working on both of them." Now have a good E three, everybody. <laughs> we'll be like in tears. I'm probably gonna talk about like the mobile games again, which is fine. I am very interested in like the whole like seven uh, mobile game that they're mm. making because it's like literally all of it, <laughs> all the spinoffs and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I'm never gonna have the rush that I felt. E3 like 
four years ago when Nier Automata got announced. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't imagine. And I, I weeped. I was wor- at work weeping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the music hit me already and I was like, there's no way. So I will always chase that high whenever I watch E3. But for the most part, I always feel like E3 is just like, the announcements are already like said right before. And so they just kind of regurgitate like the trailers all over the place. So if it's like, oh, here's like the Square Enix one, it always goes to like the PlayStation or Xbox also gets it. And you're just like, I just saw this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we think so, we're going to get any no. Final Fantasy 16 at all? Any mention of it at all? Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. Be the same trailer. <laughs> I really do. Maybe. It's still being worked on. Don't worry. Yeah. Maybe like ten more <laughs> seconds of footage. Um, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, some concept yeah. art, and they just Un- leave it. Yeah, they will show unchikobo. What I'm, I'm what I'm really excited about, and have been excited about for a few years, but um we still barely hear anything about it is the new dragon age i would like to hear at least a little bit more please stop showing me the concept art i am tired (laughs) the logo (laughs) the logo some voice acting while like music is playing in the background and i'm just like awesome (laughs) but like where's the meat and bones I'm really hoping at least a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Give me give me something to like at least feed me for another three years before they like actually show something. Right. Mm. I mean, mm. you know, waiting for games. I put my clown nose on ready for uh, more Bayonetta 3 news. Oh. <laughs> we all sit in the Bayonetta oh 3. <laughs> you just know what's not happening, but you still put on your clown makeup, you put on the dress, you put on the clown shoes, you get in your little clown car, you drive down to the local cinema to watch the, the announcement trailer. <laughs> And you still get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and then we just sadly, <laughs> yeah, we take off the wig and we're just like, oh, well, <laughs> again. Another it's year. Just another year. <laughs> I just put my hand yeah. on Smallsy's shoulder, like, is Metroid Prime 4 in the room with us right now? <laughs> <laughs> we are in the circle of just Nintendo yeah. when we remember your other games. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not really? getting anything, are we? Like, mm. uh, I, I well, really would love to see, like, Breath of the Wild stuff, of course, obviously. But um, I think I would also like to hear something about, like, Xenoblade. Uh, <gasps> oh, I that's know, a good one. Like, I really like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the others, but I really like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, and I know that they were, like, uh, they'd been hiring uh, a few years ago for, like, um something but i i would maybe like to hear if they're working on something um i mean i'm not expecting much but like maybe just an announcement or something about it that would be uh that would be cute um but yes honestly i'm just sitting in my breath of the wild too and i'm waiting for my uh i'm waiting for my uh, bayonetta 3 but <laughs> you know i will uh mm, mm-hmm. i'll upload a <laughs> selfie in my clown wig the second <laughs> Nintendo's segment ends at E3, and right. 
you you won't even have you to in look the Conway you'll just see it. you'll just see it. <laughs> a single you one see tear like, oh, <laughs> yeah just a single tear just like running the makeup like down my face yeah yeah the sad thing is i always forget these announcements like are like mm. only maybe like 40 minutes to mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. <laughs> an hour mm -hmm. besides like the pc gamer one which is like extremely long <laughs> but like i don't know because i feel like i don't i feel like nintendo whenever they do announcements it's like here's like two seconds of like a couple things and then here's like a mix mash of like other things that are coming out and then let's spend like 30 minutes on like one game mm -hmm. <laughs> which is not bad but it is yeah. kind of like i would like the to see the yeah pacing. the pacing can we get yeah. like the equal pacing instead uh, I feel like they're probably going to definitely talk about maybe some Splatoon 3, maybe? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. A little update. So I, yeah, I feel like definitely Breath of the Wild 2 and Splatoon are going to be like, maybe those big highlights. But, you know, I still really hope that they just like burst into my house, slap me around, <laughs> basically steal my lunch money. <laughs> them just be like and here's actually something that you'll be surprised about uh, right. Billy Hatcher the Golden yeah. Egg remake <laughs> honestly if that happens you'll be the first person I think of immediately I would literally die if oh, there's any the mention there's like three games that would absolutely just be like the murder of me. It's a any ape escape, an <laughs> announcement, Billy Hatcher, and Skies of Arcadia remake. If you give me any of those, it's on. <laughs> right. More Sonic. Like we barely got any in the anniversary stream. And I mean, and they seconds. did they did announce a port of, of Colors, which is Pride, really. Um, but like they, they gave us crumbs for the new one. We don't even know if it's a new one, if it's a remake, if it's a reboot, what it is. But um, I would love more information about that. I think that would be really nice to hear. I don't know where they would put it. <laughs> I don't know if it would be in the Microsoft one, if it would be in the Nintendo one or Sony or what have you, but I want it. I just, I'm always here for Sonic. I'm always here for drama. Space Channel 5, give it to me. Mm -hmm. Not uh, the VR one, please. An actual one. <laughs> yeah, just give us a non-VR one with special appearance and cameo from Hatsune Miku, please. Um, <laughs> oh, that would be fierce. Please. She's in the VR yeah. one, I think, so... Mm -hmm. Hey. What? Um, uh, I, I want Sailor Moon, a Sailor Moon game. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> Give it to me. We always get all the straight agenda games, anime mm -hmm. adaptations. Give me Sailor Moon. I'm waiting. Honestly, mm -hmm. where is it? Uh, is there any show that y'all are looking the most forward to? Ooh. Mm. I've already I... said mine, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have said before, but I always really like the Xbox showcase because anything can happen. And that's what I like. Like, I'm not even particularly excited about big announcements, but it's it, I go into the Xbox showcase and they're like, blah, blah, blah. Here's our new console for like 15 minutes. And then they go and here's the trailers. And then all the trailers just play back to back for like an hour. straight. Yes, like, yes this is what I want. Let's go. And it's always a bunch of new stuff. 
I'm also really hoping that in the Xbox showcase, uh, Psychonauts 2, Tunic, and Weird West all get hard announce dates, or at least like a month that they're going to mm. be released in, uh, because I really want to play those i also am always excited for xbox like i don't even have one but i always love them because they know how to kind of do the announcements like you said and but i always love also hearing yeah exactly so i know like most of the time it's going to be like something i can play (laughs) but i do get sad because then i have to always hear world premiere play like 40 times <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Yeah. I've moved back around to where it gets me kind of hype now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a shot every time. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. no. Do Please don't do that. A shot don't of water. I do get kind of excited for, oh sorry, (laughs) I get kind of excited for Devolver Digital, not for their games, but literally because their announcements are always so wild and it just keeps Uh continuing the storyline. And I'm just like, it's just a good skit. So it's always a fun time there, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. My my thing is like, my, my least favorite aspect about E3 is having to go on Twitter or anything official to confirm whether or not an announcement is exclusive to that platform or not, because they're always very vague about it. Like, we talked about, like, Xbox, and obviously I mentioned Sony, and they're very vague about whether or not the game is exclusive, whether it's exclusive, like, a console exclusive, and it's still going to be on PC. Like, it's always a journey, like, deciphering that. So I can't even imagine, like, gaming journalists being, like, having to type those articles, like, oh, let me confirm, because I don't know. Um, <laughs> so it's always a moment. But I, I do love, like, a moment where it's, like, announcement back-to-back, and you're just kind of, like, especially with, like, big ones like Sony and Microsoft, you're, you, you really don't know, like, when they're going to pull out a random third party, and you're like, oh! Hi. <laughs> so th- those are always like my faves for sure. Uh, do we think there's going to be a Nintendo Pro announcement? Because that's been rumored. She's been rumored. She's been talked about. Potentially. Right. It's Especially if they rumored. announce new dates, right? Like for games. Mm-hmm. There's a potential to be like, and that game is going to be a Pro exclusive. And we're all going to be like, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I hope not. Waiting for they, that. Yeah, gosh. I thought that they, they might give us a better trailer. Mm. They give us a better trailer for Legends Arceus, and it's exclusive to Switch Pro. Yeah. If they put that Switch Pro announcement out, and they're like, hi, you get three PS Chingling from Legends Arceus. Like, have you seen that gif of the, like, the one Pokemon moving at, like, three frames? And they're like, this is only Switch Pro? No, Goro. <laughs> I like, do wonder, yeah. Because mm, we'll the Switch Pro, like, I feel like they've railed so hard. Nintendo has been so hard about saying, it's there's not going to be a Switch Pro. There's not going to be a Switch Pro. There's not going to be a better version of the Switch, like, over and over and over again. To where I'm like, it would feel kind of scummy if they're like, no, don't worry. There's not going to be a Switch Pro. Just buy the regular Switch. Don't pay no attention mm. to what's behind the the curtain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of do wonder if it's a misunderstanding about leaks, and it's not a Switch Pro like the PS4 Pro, but it's more like uh, the PlayStation Slim, where it is an updated hardware version of it. So it's like 
it's not the Switch Pro, but it's taking what they've learned over the years about like what doesn't work on that thing because my Switch crashed. Like, but anyways, so I I do wonder like is it gonna be? I think there's gonna be something about a new Switch, yeah. but I don't know Maybe. exactly what it's going to entail. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I hope it doesn't take like thirty minutes of their forty minutes, though. That's all I ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> the yeah. thing is, it might because they they said that they're gonna have a forty minute presentation and then like a three or four hour showcase afterwards the for yeah, gameplay. The so they might just be like, "Hi, here's a game. Two minutes. We're gonna have an hour of it later. <laughs> Hi, another game. Yeah. Two minutes. An hour later." And so like they might. <laughs> Right. Like their treehouse is definitely where they showcase a lot that they barely talked about too, I feel is always the time for them. So I'm sure it's going to be like the little quick montage that they always like to do where they're just like, and here's a bunch of other games that are coming out this year. And it's like, you're like, like barely taking it all in because it's all moving so fast. And then it'll just be like. Let me watch the, I guess, Treehouse so I can finally actually sit down and watch what the game is, I guess. (laughs) I do like those, though, because I I prefer that over them spending 30 minutes on a game that I don't know if I care about. I would rather them, like, spend, like, maybe 10 minutes at most and then be like, we're going to have an in-depth look at it with a developer and you're going to get all of the answers, like, all of your questions answered. I I would rather that, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't want... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just hope, like, a lot of these companies just, like, not to say don't waste their time, but in a way, don't waste my time with Mm. just, like, the long announcements. Like, we can talk about the details later, okay? Mm. Let's just get them over (laughs) Just give us what we want. Speaking of Mm. wasting time, Xbox, put your car game presentation at the start, so, like... I can get my snacks and, you know, prepare <laughs> then. I don't yes. want to, like, have that midway through when I'm seeing other the cool stuff. Right. Yeah. And then we just but... souped up this car. You're like, mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. 30 Bradley minutes Ray. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, don't give us 25 minutes of car game. I don't want it. Like, yeah. you are going to show me just someone zooming around a track like you do every other year. Like, stop it. I know. <laughs> like, I don't I want it. I definitely am. Um, yeah. But I'm excited for the Wholesome Direct. I yeah. like this yeah. too. Sounded so cute to me. I was like, okay, this is gonna be adorable. Like seventy-five mm. games, ma'am. Like, hello. Like, I am just like I'm just gonna be like sitting there going, All right, <laughs> just writing them down on like this <laughs> never ending piece of paper, like <laughs> all of them that I'm going to want because it just seems like it's going to be such a cute little concept. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely turning up for that one because I cannot, uh, I cannot just like imagine like the amount of just cute shit we're going to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> like a very niche, yeah. like sub genre mm. that we deserve. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Honestly. I love that. <laughs> any final predictions desires wish lists any of the sort that we would like yeah from e3 one more thing i can't wait for another just dance to get announced and me to watch <laughs> people people dance around and then it's so i always i'm gonna miss 
not having the live audience there to be oh, like yeah. zooming in on people who are just clearly sitting there just like what is going on for like the 30th time they're so but boring I, I live <laughs> for it i live for like their little mascots coming out and dancing around and like oh, no i mean the audience is boring i'm like you guys have oh, been yeah. sitting here talking about yeah. games you don't even care about and for like the... six hours can yeah. you at least like get into it come on right they're like trying to hype everybody all up and like the audience is always just sitting there like what is going on i don't have the time for this show me my 2k 31 i don't know (laughs) (laughs) right i think just dance the mca that'd be a cute idea oh yeah How about that? The audio is just mm-hmm. distorted. What is the Twitch panel? It's like it's like those sped up YouTube videos, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, hitched up and like just awful. Mm-hmm. I would buy that just as. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be kind of iconic. Free. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I, I am excited for the Wholesome Direct. I'm excited to see just so many more games that I want to play that I will have time to play. Um, more games to add to the backlog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm hoping that there's more news about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. I want to see, like, maybe more gameplay footage, maybe, mm-hmm. like, a concrete release date. Give me something. They're coming out this year. Like, <laughs> I would like. I would like something, please. Something. I would like to see it. That's, that's my wish. That's my hope. And my dream. Yeah. The, the, rest of y'all. the wild thing is, like, we we're talking about E3, but literally, like, end of August, there's another thing. There's Gamescom. So, like, more announcements. So, it's, like, barely as we're recovering from E3, there's going to be more stuff. So, it's going to be a weird thing of, like, companies are probably going to save out on some things to mm. put over there. Mm. So, I wonder how they're going to make those decisions. Um, but, yeah. Do we want to move on to what we're playing? Or do we need... Yeah. Do we want to have any predictions any final thoughts yeah <laughs> all right we can go we can we I, we can go with spin and then smallsy and then up up the the line okay. yeah um i have been playing so much fall guys uh <laughs> same i accidentally yeah. i accidentally took a week off um because i was doing charity fundraisers the last week of may and i just got completely worn out and I was just like not prepared for how tired I was gonna be. So my comfort game lately has just been Fall Guys, and I'm almost at level fifty already. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> the new season this is like, just so good. Yeah, I love all the stuff for the new season, and like the new outfits are so good. I really like the new levels. Um, like there hasn't been a new level where I'm just like, oh, this is bullshit. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There were so many of those in season two that, like, I fell off the game for so long. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, aside from that, I also was like, you know what I'm going to do for, like, the first time in, like, six months? I'm going to log into Genshin Impact. And so I <gasps> did that. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I have two Genshin accounts uh, because I fucked up the first one. Uh, <laughs> so I logged into both of my Genshin accounts. 
Mm-hmm. And the first one is still fucked up. <laughs> I do, do you want to explain for the people uh... how you fucked it up? <laughs> yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> so, okay, so the story is, on the first account, I raised my world level too high before ascending my characters. So now oh, all the characters no. are stuck at level 40. And the materials that I need to ascend them come from bosses that are, like, level 50. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I I tearfully abandoned that account and made another account. Which is, it's, it's still, like, it's okay. <laughs> but it didn't have my girl beta on it. And I love her. Oh, no. Um, but... Literally, first thing when I booted back up that that second account, I had some wishes. I did some wishing, and I got her immediately. Oh, we love to winning. We yes. love that. Mm-hmm. When <laughs> you when you I succeed at gotcha. <laughs> oh my god! Could never be me. <laughs> you feel like you beat the system when you get what you want straight away. And you're just like, yes. <laughs> like, I didn't fall into your trap this time. <laughs> Not this time. I I look the other way. Don't call me out right now. Pension account, <laughs> and it's the second one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't logged back in since, but I might. Well, Who knows? I'll keep y'all updated. The fun thing was being in voice chat with Spin as he was experiencing this, and then he logged in, and then like ten minutes later, he was like, "Yeah, I remember why I left this game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember why it's been so long. I get it. <laughs> oh I remember God. now. Yeah." <laughs> Hey, what about Smallsy, you, Smallsy? What have you been playing? Um, what was the question? What you're playing? <laughs> oh, what am I playing? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I... I'll forgive you. It's like 5 a.m. It's fine. It is 5.30 in the morning, so. Right. Oh my god, um, it's so yeah. bright behind you. <laughs> I know. I know. The sun works differently here. That Airbnb <laughs> yeah. has great large yeah. windows. They let in so yeah. much natural yeah. light. I can't mm-hmm. get any sleep because it's just day, like daylight. Oh, it's like Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> the sun never sets. <laughs> And the, the waves people, never the move, apparently. This, the people seeing this thing is like a real background. I know. In the morning, I just like. What? They're the same people <laughs> thinking you actually went to clown college. I know. Sometimes people lie on the internet. <laughs> oh my god, people lie? I oh, thought that was <laughs> Mm. No, it's true. Um, I've been playing. Uh, I've set like a broken record every time I'm on a podcast. I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I just cannot get rid of that game. It is just like, it is, it is like just like a, like a weird mole on my back that I just can't get rid of, and it's just there. And I just like, I love it. It's it's like that, just like part of me that will never. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm a what a great way of hyping up the game, honestly. Just, you're selling it to us so well. They just replaced okay. whole like 
free trial, Final Fantasy XIV, play up to level 60 in the claim, claimed expansion Heavensward and replace it with, it's like that weird mole on your back that you can't get rid of. <laughs> you just edit right. the okay. meme. I love Molesy. Molesy, not oh. this. Anyway, it's just like, I cannot stop. Basically, I was trying to say I can't put the game down, okay? That's a better description. <laughs> but I <laughs> I love oh. the game. I spend so much time on the game. It's just like one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Like, truly, like, uh, the story, the experience, just like everything um, is just... <laughs> so fantastic about that game um i really truly just cannot put it down um i've put an unhealthy amount of hours into it um so i've been playing that i've been playing a lot of fortnite love me some fortnite yes. play it with, playing it with uh the gorlies is it's a lot of fun i really enjoy just uh clowning around on fortnite um uh, and it's just so much fun it's just so much fun with people um and it's um it's definitely like Fortnite has changed a lot since like I, I started playing it like when it was first released like it just uh yeah it feels a lot more fun now uh um well you know there's still some sweaty people on there but yeah. like you know when you're playing with friends as well it just feels so much more enjoyable like the experience is mm -hmm. a lot more fun as well mm -hmm. so um I do enjoy uh clowning around that so that's that's pretty much all I've been playing um I did try Biomutant uh that game um, that came out uh I don't know if I've finished the tutorial yet it's very unclear there is a lot about that game that is just off <laughs> like uh -huh. there's a lot like the narrator does not stop talking ever like you mm -hmm. like there was a slider to turn down the narrator talking because they just talk that much uh -huh. um, so uh and like yeah there's no other voices apart from this narrator so then like they're just talking randomly while you're like in the wild giving you tips like that um what was that fairy mm -hmm. yeah that fairy that Navi? one Navi? Yeah, yeah, Navi. It's very bad, <laughs> but just like this, like a monotone, like voice, just like, oh, there's a signpost over there. Perhaps you should go look at it. And it's like, I, <clears throat> I will just okay. add, I would love to have a slider where people could turn off my narration. <laughs> no! Exactly. I. <laughs> I was like, is this what people do with my streams? Like, they just like... <laughs> Twitch like, adds no. like a, a volume slider for our mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's an interest. I, I think if I sit with it, I might like it a little bit more, but like just early on, it's a very rough experience to start with. Like I, I've seen later parts of the game and other people playing it. Um and those parts look really enjoyable, but it's a very, very, very bushy start. Like it's just yeah, it's, it's not the it's not the uh the smoothest track to go. I'm down. sorry, bushy is such a way of saying it. I I love it. I love I, I, I love Aussie slang. I love I'm it. yeah it's, but I'm just like I'm I'm dying. I'm like that's uh, that's such a way of describing it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I've also been playing Fall Guys and uh, Fortnite. Turns out um, I I I am in those lobbies. I am in those group chats. Um, 
it's just, it's really fun to just, like, um, I, I'm usually a single-player person, and I feel like I kind of reserve that a little bit for streaming. Um, and But, like, it's fun, like, when I'm not streaming. First of all, there's no guilt in playing a game that's online because, you know, people don't really... Who cares if I'm like, there's no story to be missed, really. But also mm-hmm. you get to hang out with people. And also you get to just hang out with other streamers and talk about non-streaming related things and just have fun together and just have a good time and not think about content, not think about anything. And it's it's just a, a really it's it, it's been really fun these days. I feel like it's almost like I feel like a lot of us almost had this like second discovery of like online games are a thing we should maybe play them and kind of take them back instead of being like oh Fortnite is for the sweaty straights or oh all of these games that are like oh I don't know about that and we're and us kind of playing it and realizing like oh these games are kind of fun like we should have been playing them and just make our own lobbies with people that we appreciate uh turns out you know that's a better experience um but yeah, I've been playing those. Um, I've also been playing um, Space Channel 5, specifically Part 2. And all I have to say is, up, chew, chew. Um, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, that game, I love it so much. I'm doing a, a, a collaboration with Sega for a, their Sega Pride fundraising for uh, Mind Out, which is a mental health organization in the UK. More details on that if on my streams whenever I, I do more of that fundraising. But uh, I, I'm playing Space Channel 5 because Queer Rights. And the game is so iconic in so many ways. I can't stress it enough. It's like the choreography, the outfits, even the enemies are like, they're kind of rotted, but they're kind of serving at the same time. Um, the only thing for me is that it's difficult really really difficult there's no difficulty settings at all so you just have to deal with the drama and the game is also very unforgiving so like sometimes you get through a whole section you're like oh that's a whole section that means it's a checkpoint no you have to play it from the beginning of the previous section if you mess up the end part which i do often because i get stressed and anxious and i mess up the last possible note of the the fucking sequence and i have to redo it from the beginning uh i'm not pressed about that at all um but it's it's just so much fun and then fucking michael jackson comes out of nowhere and you're like uh, space michael <laughs> space michael <laughs> michael literally voiced by uh, michael jackson which yeah. is the wildest thing to think and of. they have like a whole yeah. level like dedicated to like a michael jackson inspired song that an inspired dance and it's just <laughs> It's so iconic. I can't get mad at the game when I flop because I'm just like, this is just so iconic. I can't be mad right now. This is great. Uh, I like to joke about that. Uh, I'm like, oh, I didn't flop. I just wanted y'all to see that again because it was so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. What about you, Pants? What have you, what have you been playing and enjoying these days? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to bring my mic a little closer so everybody can hear me really oh, quick. Oh. Um I have absolutely still been playing IDV. <laughs> I'm trying to get everybody into it. It is I a free game. It. It's like <laughs> I got Ruby into so it. Good. I got Dex into it. I'm hoping to get Spin into it. Yes. 
It is a free game that's just like DBD, so that asymmetrical survival horror game, but you better. know, but better with actual <laughs> representation, like I said kind of earlier, even though they have to kind of like wink wonk at like the gay representation, but still like they have a lot of representation in it and it's amazing. Um, so always obsessed. They're doing a Death Note collab and unlike... <laughs> Just spending the in-game currency. Maybe somebody did spend a little, send a little money over, uh-huh. so, <laughs> so they can get mostly all the skins. I'm still hoping for one of them, so uh, I looked the other way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still playing that. So playing support night when I peep in, see people playing it, I'm like let me in <laughs> yeah eyes emoji and i'm like yeah hop in girl yeah. <laughs> literally last night i was like eyes emoji y'all play fork knife <laughs> um i've been playing that i was just playing a, a visual novel called wicked willow last night and it is a queer witch visual novel which I'm I mean... a queer witch. <laughs> I'm not a visual novel. I was meant to say I am a queer witch visual novel. <laughs> you might as well be. <laughs> I, I am the I am the queer witch visual novel also. <laughs> You're and the it's... dateable uh, Bepis holder. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's why I'm always at the bottom. I need to put my little like chat box when I fix my overlays. Maybe that should be at the bottom instead. So it just looks like you're the character. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It is very beautiful. it was. It's also has like a very diverse cast, and also like a lot of the people who are working on it are very like come from different backgrounds as well, which is really nice. The creator like sent me the code and everything, and when I got Aww. the email, I was like, absolutely, I need <laughs> this is exactly for me. Uh, and just had like a friend join me, and like most of the time we were screaming a lot because everybody's iconic in it anyway. <laughs> um. Maybe there's a succubi nun. I live for her anyway. (laughs) And Uh it was a great time. It was a very great time. Um, And, you know, I just love being a queer witch anyway. (laughs) That's the real big point. (laughs) I love that for you. Those are the main things. I need to play World's End Club, which is literally sitting right in front of me because my Switch is also right in front of me. I need to play that. Um, It's like Doggone Ropa, I guess. I I think it's by the creators, but it's like cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it was already cute anyway, but like it's like cute and PG, I think, or T rated anyway. Um, And I want to play Miitopia, but that's some want to play. I'm not playing it. I'm playing the demo just so I can make my characters. (laughs) (laughs) How? What are you up to, Lotus? What are you playing? Uh, I played a few different things this week. Uh, the first thing I did was for the peer-to-peer, uh, peer-to-pride marathon, uh, raising money for Trans Lifeline. I played the Celeste Spring Collab 2020, which is a fan-made uh, like giant mod, cap- mod pack of like 100 different new levels and all these new songs. And I thought that beginner meant beginner, but it clearly didn't because I came kicked my ass like repeatedly. But um, it was really cool to see all the fan-made stuff. It's really intricate and really well made. 
And uh, if you like Celeste or if you want some uh, some really hard 2D platformer content, you should definitely download it. Uh, I'll be playing more of it after I warm up more because geez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also finally have reclaimed my throne in a game called Mixalumia, which is an awesome uh, kind of arcadey puzzle game made by amazing non-binary developer Dave Makes. Uh, it's very similar to like Tetris, but it has gravity and it's more about color matching, like Bejeweled, instead of just going across the lines like Tetris. Uh, it has custom color packs, including, hey, spe speaking of doing things for Pride, Mixalumia did not come out in June, and from start to finish, it has always had a bunch of different Pride color palettes, and you can make custom color palettes. So like when I play, I have like the POC lesbian Pride flag that I can play with, and it's yes. really cool, and all this yes. custom music and everything. Um, but I was literally like almost late to my stream yesterday because I said, I'll play a quick game. <laughs> and then 35 minutes later, I am now number seven on the endless leaderboard. Ooh, Just saying. Okay. I am ahead of Dave, the developer, which I will never Ooh. stop holding over now. <laughs> this is a call out I, post for Dave. <laughs> no, it's not a call out. I love Dave. Look, they have to work harder to make sure the game works when we all break right. it so we can give them the time. But yeah. They're kind of busy, huh? Obsessed. <laughs> and then um, the last thing I played, the most recent thing, is a game called Pocket Watch by Sock Pop Collective. Uh, you've probably seen their games before because they're a little group that makes like a different game every month for Patreon. And then you know if it's really well received or if they're like really into it, they'll make a longer version. Um, so Pocket Watch is like you're on an island and a volcano is going to explode at the end of the day. So you get a pocket watch and it ends up as this Groundhog Day sort of thing where uh, because of the pocket watch, you keep your items, right? So it's like you need an invitation to get into a club and you need to get into the club to talk to a certain guy. Uh, so you have to break into somebody's house, like dressed up as a, as a housekeeper and steal their <laughs> invitation. And then the next day you can get in there on time. And it's just that, but like... Just it just goes and goes and goes very Majora's Mask, but it's more about these individual little um, personal puzzles. I didn't even finish it. I, I played it for like over three hours and I hadn't uh, finished it. I don't know if I'm just not smart at the puzzles, <laughs> but um, it looks like there's a lot to do and a lot more collectibles. So yeah, Pocket Watch is really good and I definitely recommend it. It's like $3, which... Ooh. What? But definitely, definitely check that out if that sounds interesting to y'all. It looks cute. Ooh. It's so That's cute. You're this tiny cute. little duck, but you're a duck that can't fly and you're bad at swimming. Oh. I don't know why, but you're on this little island and there's like these frogs and there's like a little red parrot bird who's a pirate and like these little <gasps> fishy guys. It's it's really cute and, and really like complex for, for something that you look at it and you think like, oh, that looks pretty small, like something I would play on the bus or whatever. But no, it's like this huge thing. It's very, very good. Oh, I, I also that. forgot I... to add one game that I was playing <laughs> that I literally finished like yesterday or two days ago. I finished RE8. I finished Village. <laughs> How did and you I like have to it? Play it again. I loved it. I need to play it again <laughs> with a lot of mods uh, so I can what have everybody. Oh, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be dressing. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe I need the Chris sailor suit mod. Maybe I need 
Lady D in a pantsuit. Maybe <gasps> this is what I need in my life. For research. <laughs> is there like one that makes her Shrek yet? Because I love you that know. running gag in games is if there's ever like a big monster, someone always turns it into Shrek. Shrek. I don't so think I really... so, not yet. There's all the Barney's ones. Okay, close <laughs> and I'll take it. They always have the Thomas the Tank Engine yes. one. So instead, yes. which normally becomes like the whole person is the Thomas the Tank Engine. Instead for Lady D, it's just her face. <laughs> no. It's just the face and the whole body and everything else is fine. So it still has the hair and the hat and there's the big body, but it's just uh, the face. Oh no. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. And I feel like I just have to play it like that now. It was a very good time. The pacing. Like, it's like the head boss, but with Thomas the Tank Engine. And like, I would love that, honestly. I want that too. That's just iconic. Oh, I love <laughs> modders. <laughs> right? Modders are the best. Thank you for our lives. Mm-hmm. It's like awakens a very specific fetish in someone. I <laughs> do not call out. Uh, I have to leave this BMB right now. Oh my god, look at the time. It's gonna be like, well, let me tell you about some of my mods, you know? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, streams and all your well. themes. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get out of here by talking about ourselves go. once more. Uh, anything we're that we're working backwards. on, all of the links that people can find you at. So let's do let's do down the line this time, starting with Lotus. Oh, I was like, which line? Okay, I know, right? Um, <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> I just go by Lotus, but you can find me at Lotus Loves Lotus on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Patreon. Twitch is where I do the most stuff, and then Twitter is for messing around. Everything else is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I have fearfully started a challenge on Patreon, or a goal rather, where if I hit 20 patrons, I will play a Dark Souls game for the first <gasps> time. I have never Ooh. played anything by FromSoft before. So Good I'm luck. like excited, but also feared. So there's that going on. Um, primarily uh, going along with that, I'm a variety streamer. So Twitch number one, Patreon number two, everything else is uh, supplementary. So that's me, thank Love you. <laughs> Iconic behavior, pants. Iconic. Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, mostly everywhere as Pants Trabian. And yes, that is an Ape Escape reference. <laughs> That's why we were talking about it earlier. Uh, but you can find me all over I realize. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I realize. <laughs> Should have played more Ape Escape. Realize those real lies. No. <laughs> Um, and I'm a variety streamer, uh, I do sometimes art on my stream, uh, we have a good time on Monday, I forget what day that is, I check really quick. Anyway, this coming Monday on the 7th at 8pm Eastern, I am doing a cosplay panel stream, so there's gonna be myself and three other cosplayers in cosplay so i will not be a vtuber that day (laughs) but we're gonna just be talking about you know being queer cosplay and like what games we're into right now and excited about so come on in for that and 
I don't know what else to say. I'm just chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> and we love the chaos. <laughs> if, you, yes. if you know anyone couldn't tell from the stream or any of our previous episodes, you know, we kind of we kind of love the chaos. We love chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can find more chaotic queerness on on my channel as well. Project Ruby everywhere except Instagram and TikTok, which is the Project Ruby. I also make content on Ko-Fi. I have monthly videos that I upload over there, uh, and um, I'm also doing charity stuff this month. So definitely stay tuned. I'm I'm gonna be doing another campaign. Uh, very very soon and I'm also doing weekly panels so last week we did a panel on sexuality and this upcoming week we're doing a panel on gender identity so stay tuned for more details on my socials Uh, clearly as a non-binary individual I have a lot to say but trust me I'm gonna have other people who have a lot to say about the topic as well so stay tuned and uh, that's all a lot of queer chaos and pride shenanigans what about you, Small Z? Um, hi. <laughs> I'm Small Z. Um, Hello. I, 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 I create content here on Twitch. Uh, I'm a resident Australian clown. Uh, um, I do a variety of things, including... Uh, um, Wow, the way I've just gone blank. I'm like, Hi, I thought you were saying wow as in the game. I was like, oh, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I'm the hurt, that you, would, I'm hurt that you would link that, uh, that game with uh, me. But... You play League of Legends. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> okay. So Let's not say you have wow. standards all of a sudden. I'm just kidding. Oh. You're right. You know what? I couldn't. I I'm kidding. Hi. After after admitting admitting to being a league player, I can't I can't talk about anything. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, it's right. Anyway, um, I play a lot of I play a variety of different games. Uh, at the moment, I'm playing the uh, Paper Mario uh, and the Origami King, um, which has been a lot of fun. It's my first Paper Mario experience. Um, I am voicing all of the characters. Uh, if you yes. can actually call it that, it's it's just a really awful like uh, mix of noises <laughs> that I do for the characters. Um, my toad voice has been likened to much Simpson. Uh, so, um... <laughs> love that. I love that. <laughs> so you know. Um, if you ever thought, what if Marge Simpson was in Paper Mario? <laughs> I got the answer for you. <laughs> and who among us hasn't wondered that? Truly. <laughs> no, I think it's a daily question that people ask. Yeah. Um, I've been doing, uh, I recently, I just started a Smalls lock. Um, so if you are familiar with Pokemon, uh, challenge runs, there is a, uh, a version called, uh, a Nuzlocke where you can only, uh, um, if a Pokemon dies, you have to uh, get rid of it, and you can only catch one Pokemon per area, so it's like a challenge run. Um, I decided to up the difficulty and make it a little bit more interesting and personalized, so I created a, a small lock where I can only catch and use Pokemon that are my height or shorter, so it's a short challenge. Um, <laughs> so That's it's just me and a bunch of short icons. Um, I love that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you, if you're three foot five or below, you can ride in this clown car. If not, <laughs> I'm sorry, this ride is 
you are too tall for this ride. Um, but yeah, so that's really fun. It's really cute. We had our first death. Um, Oh. Rest in peace, Coochie Cycle. Um, that was a... Coochie Cycle. Excuse me, Coochie Cycle. cycle. <laughs> I was surprised Iconic. that Nintendo allowed me to enter the word Coochie. In oh, the, yeah. We forced in a friend Pokemon of mine to name his monster. So uh, apparently the name... It's because when you go online, their names are just the Pokemon names. So you can call them, I think, uh... literally anything. Oh, also, oh yeah. West, that is very... Terrifying thing to know. <laughs> yeah, me playing XY, right? XY is a recent one. I don't know. Whatever the recent one was, and naming my starter Pokemon um, Coochie and every <laughs> every baby Coochie Junior. Hi. <laughs> Coochie the third. Coochie the third. But I do have a question, Small Z. So you said they all have to be your height or under. Does that mean you can't evolve them? Um, so I kind of hold them if they become tall, let me know. No, no, it's just babies <gasps> and me. So it's a very interesting, it's very interesting to see, like, the heights of Pokemon, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they're a short icon too? Love that. Like, you know, it's it's very, very interesting. We've, we haven't even got to the first gym yet, because this game, uh, Pokemon Sword takes a lot to get into the start of, but, um, I am definitely, uh, enjoying how it's going so far. Um, and yeah, we've got a fun uh fun challenge ahead of us <laughs> oh that sounds really fun yeah yeah it'll be fun oh also i open pokemon cards because i'm obsessed with them and i do that like every week um yeah. and so if you like pokemon cards um and all that jazz uh and seeing people freak out over shiny pieces of cardboard i'm <laughs> your dwarf <laughs> love that love <Yeah>. that <laughs> absolutely what about you speed yeah, definitely a moment of silence for Coochie Cycle. RIP mm, Coochie Cycle. For sure, yeah. As, for as, Coochie as... Cycle. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's like the funnier <laughs> thing about like doing Nuzlocks is like the chaotic names and then like having a moment of like, oh my god, rest in peace, uh, cummies, 0708. And you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, oh wow! Like having this like mournful moment, and your character just has the most cursed name ever <laughs> created, and you're like, wow, oh my god! You're sitting there like you've like just lost either. like you've lost like your favorite child, and like the screen <laughs> is just like Coochie Cycle has fainted. And yeah, like, you're like heartbroken <laughs> on screen, and then just, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hi i'm clown if you enjoy clownery <laughs> we do love come on over twitch.tv slash finblend uh where i stream two to three times a week sometimes i'm an anime drag queen uh we solve mysteries <laughs> love that uh, but I also make soap, and I just launched two new soaps. I have the key lime pie bar and the orange creamsicle bar, and those are in my shop. My shop's been soap cafe. <laughs> Love <Bloop>. that, <laughs> and they're available now. Yes, <laughs> available now. Available Unlike now. Unlike any E3 announcements, where it's like coming in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Coming 2025. <laughs> Literally. We're, we're laughing now, but... It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Cut to a week yeah. from now. First conference happens. Here we are, 2025. 
<laughs> honestly the worst oh my goodness y'all thank you so much for watching and listening we are we we adore y'all and thank you for keeping up with our clownery and chaos we we appreciate all of that um Again, we're live every Saturday on Twitch, and the podcast gets uploaded later, TM, <laughs> on YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. You name it, it's available at some point. Now, this sounds more like an E3 announcement. Um, at some point, it will be out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we will be back uh, occasionally. Uh, for E3 stuff. We will also be doing our podcast every week, so stay tuned. We love you. Have a good week, and stay safe. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.